0: not the face paint, I am the ultimate warrior. Well, just like socks during sex, the face paint is always on. How you doing? I am Derek. This is wrestling with me, I guess. Uh, well, welcome to it. Uh, what I'm doing today? I don't know. We'll do a dynamite recap. We'll talk about Wrestle Dream coming up. Uh, Maybe I'll go on a rant or two. I don't know. It's kind of my thing. But hey, you know what? Let's just jump right into it, shall we? Because AEW Dynamite was last night the go-home episode of Dynamite before Wrestle Dream. The first ever Wrestle Dream takes place on Sunday. Uh, featured a Fatal Four Way, uh, basically the uh, the tag match coming up at uh, Wrestle Dream that featured one member of each team in there: uh, Orange Cassidy, Penta El Zero. Austin Gunn, Matt Jackson, they were all competing against each other to see who kind of built some momentum ahead of the pay per view. Uh, what, what, what else was there? Uh, we heard from Adam Cole. Uh, we heard from MJF, Julia Hart, Willow Nightingale. Uh, let's just go ahead and get all into it, shall we? First match opening up the show: Ray Phoenix, Jeff Jarrett for the International Championship. I mean, it was an okay opening match, just kind of a sets up Ray Phoenix. I know that was the audible that had to be called when uh, Mox got injured in the pay-per-view for uh, Phoenix to take the belt, but I think this kind of sets up Ray Phoenix, this match here with uh, Jeff Jarrett. It's a quick match. Uh, Phoenix gets the win, gets a roll-up win on Jarrett. Uh, Just kind of sets up Phoenix to say, okay, we are going to go with him. We know he had to be an audible, but we are going to go ahead and we're going to run with Ray Phoenix here, and it gives him a uh, a quality first win, a quality first defense against uh, a name like Jeff Jarrett. Kind of sets him up a little bit here. But then we go to a, uh, a pretty cool little video package there. Uh, MJF, Adam Cole on the uh, rowboat there. It was, uh, I don't know. <laughs> They're out there on the boat fishing. MJF pulls out the diamond ring like he's going to, you know, hit Cole in the back. And Cole's like, hey, you didn't bring me out here to just... Hit me with the diamond ring and toss me overboard, danja MJF hides the ring. Oh, and then they start fishing. They catch a wild Captain Insano. I don't know. It was, it was a kind of a funny bit. Uh, but then Don Callis' family comes out. Okay, this was a very Vince-type show. I'm just going to say that now. It was a very Vince-type show. Lots of talking. Lots of uh, vignettes. Not a lot of wrestling. AEW does that every once in a while. They, they don't do it a lot. Vince does it a lot more than they do, but uh yeah, this was a, a very Vince type show. Lots of uh <laughs> lots of talking, not a lot of wrestling. But anyway, Don Callis Takeshita they come out. Sammy Guevara comes out, uh basically they're introducing everybody. This is the new Don Callis family that sets up for the Russell Dream match. Jericho abushi Omega against uh Will Ospreay, to catch Semi Guevara? That's actually I'm really looking forward to that match. That that has the potential to be a really really good match. Uh, but that leads into the International Championship number one contenders match: Nick Jackson, Brian Cage, Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, they, uh, I mean, it was a it was a good match. I did not expect uh, the ending. Uh, basically, Castagnoli he hits an uppercut uh, to Jackson as he rains down elbows on Cage. It's a Ricola bomb, but Jackson springboards into the ring, sends Claudio out with a Hurricane Rana, rolls up uh cage in the process, winner Nick Jackson. That is your number one contender. There will be a match, Ray Phoenix, Nick Jackson, next week on Dynamite. Uh, so this is where MJF and Adam Cole come out, and we learn what happened with Adam Cole. Yeah, a freak accident he said he basically exploded his ankle, tore all the ligaments. I've done that. I, as, as a kid on the trampoline, I jumped off. I've done crazier stuff, I'm just like Adam Cole's done crazier stuff. I just jumped off the trampoline, and bam, ankle gone. I mean, I was in a cast for six months. Hopefully, it's not that bad. Hopefully, Cole can, uh, I don't know, make a pretty quick recovery. Well, I just have to see on that, uh, but... That's when uh, Cole suggests that they need to relinquish the Ring of Honor tag titles because they can't defend them at Wrestle Dream. And MJF says, no, 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 no. Handicap match. So MJF is going to defend the tag titles by himself against the Righteous at Wrestle Dream." And that leads us into another uh, talking segment. Like I said, a very Vince-like show this week. Uh, lots of talking. Not a lot of wrestling, but uh, JR sits down with Christian Cage, Darby Allen. It's a back and forth between Christian Cage and Darby Allen. Nice little use of the uh, Christian Cage. Oh, your dad died? Oh, your friend died? Nice that uh, <laughs> Darby Allen kind of said it before him, cut it off. And I don't know, it was a nice play on that. But yeah, basically just build for the Cage Allen match at uh, Wrestle Dream. And then we lead into the four-way. Orange Cassidy, Matt Jackson, Austin Gunn, Penta El Zero Mero. It was a good match. I mean, back and forth, it really showcased Austin Gunn, at least in my view. I mean, he got a lot of uh, time in this one, and rightly so. I mean, the guns they are pretty young in their wrestling career. But, I mean, maybe it's their legacy, maybe it's their pedigree, I guess, if you will, but... They have come a long way in a very, very short time, so glad to see Austin Gunn getting kind of the, uh, I don't want to say limelight on this match, I don't want to say spotlight, but definitely a lot of attention uh, paid toward Austin Gunn. But uh, anyway, uh, basically, Pinta gets nailed an orange punch as uh, Jackson eats a, uh, eats a beach break with Gunn, hitting a famous to Cassidy. He goes around each man trying to pin him, but they all kick out, Jackson and Pinta, then go back and forth, uh, they hit the ropes. Gun pulls pin away. Jackson gets hit with the orange punch. Orange Cassidy gets the win. And well, that leads us into Julia Hart and Willow Nightingale. And I'll be the first to say I have not been a fan of Willow. I've not been a fan of Willow. I really haven't. I uh, Something about her just rubbed me the wrong way a bit. But when she came out, she was like mean Willow, mad Willow. And I... I was there for it. I mean, Mean Willow is good. Mean Willow just coming in, hitting the power shots, just punch, punch, punch. It wasn't any kind of, I mean, she tried to do a cartwheel, but I just think that was maybe, she wasn't used to being mean yet. But Mean Willow is great. I love Mean Willow. Uh, But uh, Julia Hart, she showed a lot in this one too. I know a lot of folks have been talking, uh, at least on uh, Twitter. I'm not going to call it X, it's Twitter. They've been talking on Twitter about Julia Hart and everything, but uh, yeah, she showed a lot in this one. Decent match, really showed a lot for each woman, Uh, but Julia Hart gets the win, and still, I like Mean Willow. But that leads us to the final segment of the night, the Swerve, Strickland, Adam Page, contract signing. Swerve, uh, go back and forth, really. As Hangman says Swerve was right. He had lost his confidence. He had, he got this black cloud around him. Yeah, that's Basically, Swerve slaps Page, signs a contract. Heyman fires back, stabbing his hand with the pin, and then it goes to a backstage segment. Like uh, I don't know, it was vintage, vintage nitro. There was a a cliffhanger ending backstage. Jay White, okay, Jay White had come out earlier. This is something I forgot. He came out after the whole MJF Adam Cole segment. He challenges MJF. Him and MJF have a back and forth on the microphone. Great work from Jay White on that as well. A crowd was against him, basically pretty much indifferent. They were just all, yeah, MJF. He turns them during his time. It's wonderful work. You've got to go back and see that if you haven't watched it. Uh, But uh, anyway, we, we go backstage and Jay White is being jumped. A group of masked men. The MJF devil mask is shown on camera, but these uh, guys, they're, they're wearing all black. They got the mask. They are beating Jay White, and he is down and out. You know what I mean? And then it shows the devil mask, and then camera fades to black. So the speculation, of course, MJF attacking Jay White. But again, <laughs> I look at that immediately. I'm thinking, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, Roddy, the kingdom Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And everyone on Twitter was, like, right there with me. I go back and I look. And, oh, very cool, very cool stuff. Uh, People were looking, I don't know, back from a couple of weeks ago where uh, the devil mask, basically, Cole and MJF are sitting at their lockers and the devil mask is in Cole's locker, not MJF's. I don't know, very cool stuff. I don't know if they set that little Easter egg back then, but if they did, wonderful, wonderful stuff. But, uh, yeah, there is the... Go home episode before Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream looks to be a very good show, though. That's coming up Sunday. I'm um, I'm gonna get that one. Yeah. Very cool show. The the Dream Match, Zack Saber Jr., Brian Danielson. Eh, man, maybe I spend too much time on wrestling Twitter, but I keep seeing that phrase. Where's the story? What's the build? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna tell you, shut up. You don't need a story. You don't need a bill. Just let it happen. My goodness, is, that's going to be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, that is Russell Dream coming up on Sunday. But you know what? This leads me to something else because I'm talking about wrestling Twitter. I'm talking about people like that. And it gets me thinking about conversations I've had recently with someone saying that black and gold in comparison to the new NXT. I <laughs> it's like tell me you watch tell me you don't watch wrestling without telling me you don't watch wrestling. you know what I mean I, I was so flabbergasted by that I I, I I couldn't even understand it and that got me to think into like a larger point like wrestling needs more than a common phrase I hear oh he drew money wrestling needs more than oh man they's gonna do something you know what i mean it's like if someone were to tell you hey channing tatum's a better actor than denzel washington you would immediately disregard that statement it wouldn't make sense to you you would say yeah i like channing tatum he's a good actor i like his movies but better than denzel yeah i don't know wrestling needs that sure nxt now is better than what it was when it first started as the 2.0 you know what i mean but it's still not good it doesn't compare it doesn't compare in any way to black and gold black and gold is denzel you know what i mean it's like new japan denzel tom hanks you know what i mean these great quality actors where wwe is vin diesel there's nothing wrong with Vin Diesel. I'll go watch the Fast and the Furious all day. It'll sell lots of t shirts, lunch boxes. It'll have franchises out there, whatever, you know? But it's not going to win the best picture. <laughs> Where. Why is. Basically, in a wrestling view, WWE is Vin Diesel. It's Fast and the Furious. Why are we. Why are we saying this is the best picture? Why are we saying this style, this NXT 2.0, is the best picture why are we saying that's better than Denzel do you you get the metaphor I'm trying to put on you it's I don't know to me it does not make sense at all (laughs) you know wrestling should have something more than he drew money Hulk Hogan drew money can't wrestle The Rock drew money he can wrestle everybody says he's great on the microphone but listen to his promos it's the same one over and over again just a different opponent and i had someone go i had someone try to argue with me on this and they were like well i think and i was like it doesn't matter what you think thus showing them same promo (laughs) different person that's all the rock did just repeat catchphrase after catchphrase after catchphrase there was nothing else like literally nothing else and everybody's like oh he's so good on the mic really okay cool we need something more than he drew money That is why I love the star ratings. I know people always gripe about star ratings. Meltzer hates WWE. No one ever says the Academy hates Michael Bay. (laughs) They know Michael Bay shouldn't win a Best Picture. They still go watch Michael Bay movies because they're fun. To me, it just seems so simple. I don't know why other people don't get it. But then someone's like, but, but Marvel movies should win a Best Picture. No. No, they shouldn't. There you go. <laughs> Just a flat-out simple. Stop. No, they shouldn't. They're fun. You can go watch them. Yay. But no, they shouldn't. I, uh. This is exactly why Will Osprey, one man, has more five-star matches than WWE's entire existence because he's just better. I don't know. <laughs> That's my rant, I guess, cuz I I just cannot wrap my head around why people think he drew money is the important stat of what is a good wrestler. I'll never ever understand that. Uh oh, but anyway, enough with griping, enough with me being me. I will see you next time. Uh, we'll talk about Wrestle Dream. talk about Raw, talk about SmackDown. I don't know. It depends on when I sit down to record it. But I'll see you then. This is Wrestling with Derek.